Check, check, check. Mic check. One, two. What is this? It's good, Car. Right, I'm going off of your energy. Top, 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 top. Top, top. This What's is your good? boy, E Money Boss. This is Chad Visionaire. And this is Top Hill episode 22. 22. Yeah. Damn. Like my man Rick Ross said. Okay. Right. Dang man, episode twenty-two, bro. Yeah, man, we, we came a long way, bro. No, okay, it's not that long. It's twenty-two. It's not that big of a number. Anyway, a long way. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to another episode of Top Hill Podcast. I am your gracious host, e Money Boss, like I said, mm-hmm. and uh, we got another very special episode for you guys today. We got some can't wait. amazing guests that's going to grace the studio uh, yes, coming in a couple of minutes. So make sure you guys hang tight. We'll introduce you guys to them. Um, but yeah, man, how was your week, bro? Oh, it was great. Yeah. I always have a um, great week. What um, about you? Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, it was, it was uh, eventful, I would say that. Like, there was some up and downs, you know. Um, I did go to uh, a funeral this week. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a piece of yeah, R.I.P. Mickey. Um, also, um, might as well start off with this, too. Um, R.I.P. Pop Smoke, man. Oh, yeah. Man, that's that's tragic, bro. Like, <sighs> he's only 20 years old. Like, that's insane. He just pretty much upstart his career. Like, he was, everybody was checking for him. Yeah. And for that to happen is just crazy, bro. Like. Matter of fact, you gave him a top album two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I did. Um, for Meet the Woods. That, that was the hottest album out like on the streets. Right, it's still the hottest album out right now. Like everybody's bumping it. Yeah. Like I was just at the um, literally like an hour ago. I was at the gas station. Somebody's bumping Pop mm-hmm. Smoke. Like he was on his way, bro. Like yeah, it's really sad. I mean, obviously, you know, when people pass away like that, that's when a lot of people start getting into getting into the music, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, let me hear what this is about. His dreams went up, you know, astronomically after he passed away. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing this, man. Like, Yeah, it seems like every time we do a podcast, we have to say rest in peace. Yeah, like, rest, yeah, man, like, I, I talked to somebody um, this week, and they and what they were telling me is that, um, you know, our generation is really just starting to get used to, not get used to it, but actually starting to pay more attention to stuff like this. Like, stuff like this happened all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, I think we're finally coming to the age where we're starting to realize that these people are, like, are having more of an impact on, on our lives right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, compared to when we were kids and stuff like that. Definitely. Kind of went over our heads. Just look at where hip-hop, you know, has come. So, of course, we're looking at those type of people, like, in the hip-hop culture, in the black community, like, for that to happen, like, bro, like, it's insane. Yeah, and and for it to come within, you know, the rumor to be maybe his own folks, like, might have been set up or something like that. I believe so. It doesn't make sense. I definitely believe it was a setup. But, I mean, when when you're a kid, you're 20 years old, you're coming from New York, I don't understand how, you know... You get you you have somebody coming all the way out to Beverly Hills looking for you unless they know. To be honest, you know he um on his IG store he placed his location. Yeah. So I don't think that was smart. Anybody um so called in the streets, that's like street one on one. Don't ever post where you at, especially somebody in your um uh, caliber. 
Yeah. I wasn't smart, but I mean, you know, we make mistakes. Yeah. Regardless um, of you know the situation stuff like that, I mean, I'm, all we could do is man is just you know pay our respects to to him, his family. Um, I don't know what's good with TMZ, man. That's another thing too. Like, yeah, they were on they, it like again. They, Bro, like, they be reporting stuff before their families get involved, yeah, before they wild. get the accurate information. They just care about pushing out the first news yeah. article, the, the, the first, you know, story to hit, but not necessarily making sure it's the most accurate. So, I don't know what's that going should be on a over law. there. There should be a law on that. Like, that's, that's just ridiculous. I understand, <laughs> like, how media is, where you have to be, you know, the first person to be on top news or whatever. Like, I understand the concept of that, but... Stuff, some stuff is you just take it way too far. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's not cool. Not at all. Um, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Gone too soon. Um, just really getting his career started is unfortunate. Um, yeah, we gotta stop killing each other. Yeah. Point blank. Period. Like, Facts. King should not be killing kings. Period. So. He got me hip to um, New York drill music. I wasn't yeah. familiar with that, but. To be honest, it sounds like UK music. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's it's grime. It's UK grime music, basically yeah, just the New York style flavor of it. Um, I remember I was asking you like where did this actually come from? Oh yeah, we were we, when we, we were talking about this. Yeah. yeah, but um, I actually I like this music. Um, I think the first song I heard from him was you know Welcome to the Party. Then um, you know got it. Yeah, that was a banger. Yeah, Dior's a banger too. But yeah, Meet the Woo too, guys. I mean, obviously check that joint out. I mean, it's it's definitely a dope project. So that's what's going to be playing all summer. Yeah. That's um, in other news, this is the last week of Black History Month. This uh, oh, this this year. Man, Black History is all year. Yeah, man. fuck it. You know what I mean? I really don't care, honestly. <laughs> like, um, yeah, Black History Month. This is the last week, but honestly, like I said when we first started doing this, I am Black, three sixty five. 24-7. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, I ain't holding nothing back. You know what I mean? I'm proud of my melanin skin and my people mm-hmm. and everything. So, yeah. Happy Black History, man. You know? Yeah. Make sure you guys um, get some facts up. You know, study your... Uh, I watched the new um, Malcolm X. I think it's a documentary Ooh, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's really good. What's it called? Like, Who Killed Malcolm X? Yeah, Who Killed Malcolm X. Yeah. It's really good. I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready for that. I'm only on the uh, first episode. Not ready for that yet. All right. Um, ready for some music? Of course. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead. We've got a couple of albums that dropped this week. So we're going to talk about them. Um, what are we starting with? Let's start with the young boy that's never broke again that I think played for the <laughs> NBA with the long ass... Name with the hey, uh, <laughs> still flexing and stepping on something. Yeah, you talking about his name was NBA Young Boy at first. And oh, uh, Young oh. Boy never going broke. Oh, yeah. okay, that's him. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, look, I'm really big on the law of attraction and manifesting my destiny. So I understand the name, right? Like mm-hmm. Young Boy never broke again. He's putting it into existence that. He didn't want to be broke again, clearly. Like, if, but like, come on, bro. Like, you got one, two, three, four, five. You got seven characters in your name, and when I search you on Apple Music, that's that's a sentence. I don't want to type a sentence to look for your name. Like, that's that's a bit much. I feel English. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that would make some unique, like that name, like. <laughs> 
For real though, like, is it unique or is it like, or is it too much? I think it's unique. Like, it's too much. It stands out. It's a statement. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> That's the only reason. But yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyway, this album, you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it twice. Twice? Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What'd you think of it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> bitches here listen to it twice. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> the reason why I listened to it twice is because with this type of artist, mm-hmm. it's not my particular taste in music. Okay. You know what I mean? So, huh? Oh, I thought you said that. Um, yeah, I just, bruh, like when I digged in the first time, I was like, I'm just, you know how you get into music and you just doze off and don't even think about what you listen about? So. Mm-hmm. That's what happened when I first listened to it. Then the second time, I was like, all right, let me dig deep into it. So I'm listening, and I'm trying to get into his auto-tune voice. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird, bro. Like, I really can't get into it, to be honest with you. The only songs that I really that really stuck with me was the first song, the intro, and the um, and the outro. Pull, and that's because... Pull up because, the uh, track list for, okay, for okay. us, by the way. But, um, yeah, I agree with you, man. Like, it, it just wasn't... There wasn't anything about it that really I gravitated to. It wasn't anything that was, to me, that made me want to listen to it. Or maybe, like, stay wanting to listen to it, honestly. It was just... Well, the first song and the last song, like I said, like, from the first song, he had a story. And the last song, it was like, I felt like I felt his pain. Like, even though I don't, I can't relate to it. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the streets like he is. Like, pretty much all these songs is what what he does. Like, that's him. Right. So, and he's young, so he's going to talk about all he knows about. So, um, like I said, it's it's kind of hard for me because, like, I can't relate to it. I'm not in the streets like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tap into what his mind is like. And like I said, like, the first song and the last song, like, kind of stuck out to me because he was pretty much telling a story. And, you know, I like storytelling. So, and the rest of it was just, like, just a regular trap song to me. Well, I'm glad he talked to somebody in the first song. <laughs> he wasn't talking to me at all. Like, I just... <laughs> there was no song that stuck out to you? Not one? No. Um, Damn. Yeah, no. I, I gave it one listen, and then, you know, like I said, we have four other albums that we had to listen to, so... Uh, I respect him, though, because um, he continues to put out projects. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Wayne when when Wayne kept putting projects, project on project. Like I'm, he just released the. Um, yeah, I'll give you that because I I was confused because I could have sworn an NBA young boy just dropped a, yeah, a project like a month ago, and I'm he like, did. he did. Yeah. That's what, okay, so. That's why I do appreciate. You sure like, there's not a twin? Effort. You sure there's not two of them out there? No, nah, right. It's just one person. person? <laughs> Y'all well. <wildin'. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you like NBA young boy. Um, oh, or Young Boy Never Broke Again. Um, maybe you might like this. But, uh, um, the youngins mess with him heavy. Like, I seen a tweet. It got, like, over a million retweets. So, mm-hmm. basically, they broke it down like this. Like, And I, I agree with it. So, like, you got the 90s where people like Jay-Z and Nas. That's their top guy. Mm-hmm. Then you go in the 2000s, Kanye and T.I. And then it goes into Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. Mm-hmm. And then we're going into a new decade. They put NBA Youngboy. Fuck out of here, dog. No. <laughs> but listen. Absolutely not. Like, no, no, listen, though. Like, no, I said the same true. thing, but I'm looking at the thread and all these people that are 21 and under, they are repping him hard. Like, they're, they're agreeing with this. They're like, yes, this is the guy. So, it's, 
I'm just saying that to say like I don't we don't completely understand it, but bro, the legends would never. Okay, like you never all, know, bro. No, I listen, bro. Like <laughs> you you're trying to put this man in the same caliber, like starting a generation of the next hip hop wave. When you had Drake, Kendrick, and Cole come out, even Big Sean and Wale when they came out. People knew that these people were serious about their raps, their lyricism. Right? So you saying he's not serious because he's got a different style? I'm not, no, I'm just saying. Because he can actually really rap. I give him that too. He got bars. He got like. He's he not, just come he's off not, a different. He's way. not a gatekeeper of his generation right now. He's not. A lot of people will argue. That's what I'm saying. That's why I brought up that that tweet because a lot of, a lot of how people. How many projects does he have? Will, how many projects does he have? Do you know? How long uh, has he been I, out? I'm not sure. I can pull it up. But anyway, I I I will put other people above him. Like I I feel like Uzi. Like there's there's so many other people that you can put ahead of an NBA or a young boy never broke again person um, <laughs> before he comes up in line. Like yeah, he this nigga, like if he's in the DMV or the NBA, like he's like he's like ticket number one hundred and eleven or something like that. Like he's he's in the back. <laughs> Come on, man. He's not even in the top ten. I feel you. We gonna let time. Say. Here we go. <laughs> time will tell. This Chad's favorite phrase. Time will tell. Hey. Time never. <laughs> I don't get it. All right. Can we move on? I'm yeah, done. we gonna move on. Because this young boy tired of talking to him. <laughs> All right. So we're on Marlo. First and the third. Yeah, I don't know him. <laughs> okay. I didn't know. Him. I didn't know him either, right? But uh, <laughs> when he brought to me, I was like, "Who the hell is Marlo?" Like? <laughs> Marlo be spitting like this, baby. yeah, that, that's exactly. Uh, what I told you he'd be with the uh, with little baby in them. Like he his flow is dope. Like um, the song that I heard, the first song, first and the third. Um, also the name of the, the album and the single. Um, mm-hmm. It has Future on there, and who else is on that Lil song? Little baby and little baby, and um, that song is is fire. Like that song gets me hyped, um, ready to go out. You know, this is one of those like. I think guys are going to give you those party records and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pretty much what Lil Baby, the baby, and somebody else's baby be, be talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I think it's a, a good addition to that style mm-hmm. of music. Um, now, the whole project, I get lost. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's what, how many tracks? 14 tracks? Mm-hmm. I'm pulling maybe a smooth three or four songs out of this album. I agree. I mean, but but I'm also willing to give this person another listen because I actually liked the project. I like the production more than anything. And I feel like he's just okay. a bait. He's basic to me. And I, I want to do he's some never, more research I, on him too because I feel like he's a producer. Like, I feel like he started somewhere else in the music and then that. became an artist because this kid really just came out of nowhere. Like, literally out of nowhere and just dropped a project and got future and and yeah. little baby and stuff but he like don't that. he don't separate himself like he real life sound like everybody okay uh, okay to I'll me, give you that like, yeah so. no nah, he, he he sounds general okay if you wanna if you wanna say that but my favorite song is Dollar um, General Bars I like Let Us Fuck with Young Dolph okay Young Dolph is like one of my favorite rappers right now okay shout Young out to Dolph shout out to Dolph um yeah that's about it that one the one you was talking about and Lonely Top, that the beat on there was crazy. They could have just let the beat ride. I would, I've been happy with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm good <laughs> off that too. 
Hey, shout out Aiden. Appreciate it. He said the couch is baller. Yeah. All right. Shout out Miss America. It's mm-hmm. nice as fuck. Uh, he was talking about the couch. Uh-huh. Yeah, some new smooth shit for you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got, I got something to show y'all. I'm, I'm just gonna, I just want to show them. I just want to show them the new toys. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. So, hey, so you're like, like, like a uh, kid. I am, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, look, bro, we got lights. Look, like. <laughs> like, I pressed this shit. Like, like I can change it to any really color I want. T- like, uh, Toys R Us right now. I really am, bro. Like, this shit is fire. Like, shout out to Will and Quality Touch Studios. Like, yeah, new sofa, got lights and shit. Okay. It's pretty comfy, too. Yeah, it's smooth. It's smooth, yeah. whatever. I don't like being this close to you, though, but anyway. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next jump? Yeah. Okay. Lil Got It. Don't like it. Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. And I put him on to it. I know. That, that's what That's what really is surprising to me. You like, hey, Monty, hey, money, you got to listen to this joke. And you know me, I try to be nice and try to come up with ways to defend the artist. And every single like, time that right you, here. and every single time you should be nice, you're not. Like for the people that really deserve it, you just be. Wait, you think this guy deserves it? Yes, this don't. He wasn't spitting. You must not listen to Little Key then. I mean, yeah, he he has an orange soda song, right? No, that. <laughs> you're talking about King? Baby King. Come on. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Fix the names. <laughs> Do it better. <laughs> Lil Key got, um, I think he got Red Dreads. He got Red Dreads? Yeah. And he's um, under Young Thug. Lil Yachty? I mean, oh, I, I forgot Lil Yachty not doing Red Dreads no more. Okay. Yeah, he's not. Um, okay, anyway. So, let's let's get back to Lil Got It. What makes you not like this project? Because I would think, you being a, a Thug fan, that you would Facts. really fall in love with this. Because I felt like this project was a great homage to Young Thug. Like, I mean, I, I know that he's a part of Young Thug's label. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that if there's somebody's going to sound like Thug, at least Thug is the one grooming him. I'm you glad you mean? pointed that out because... And you say you never, you haven't listened to Lil' Key. I mean, not like that, no. Okay, so... I know who he is, but not... Really Lil' Key is like Young Thug, a little Young Young Thug, but a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to get it, because when I first listened to him, I'm like, all right, this guy just sounds too much like Thugger. But I give it that, you know, I always give music a second chance. So I did give it a second listen, and I was like, oh, man, this kid is really dope. Mm-hmm. And I, I mentioned it in the last podcast. That's Gary Vee's, um, one of his favorite rappers. He, okay. uh, he had him on his podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, the kid is dope. Um, I like his last project. And the reason why I don't like Lil Got It is because I feel like He's trying to sound like him. And I just found out recently they're brothers. Lil Got It and Lil Keith are brothers. So that's fa- they're family. They're blood brothers. But you're okay with his brother sounding like that, but you're not okay with him sounding like that. No, I'm just saying, like... They it's have just... the same DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Lil Keith, he was doing his thing first, and now Lil Got It is out. Like, uh... He didn't bring nothing different to me. Lil Keith brought something different to me. Like, the song Snake... Like, you never listen to it. Song Snake, um, there's another one, I can't think. It's called Ride the Wave. That's a really good one. But he brought, at least you with Lil' Key. You mean the song Surf by Young Thug? Huh? You mean the song Surf by Young Thug? No, I'm talking about Ride the Wave with Lil' Key. But like I was about to say, like, he brings a little bit something different. Like, okay, I'm going to bring out Rodney Rich. You remember he was like, he was kind of sounding like Young Thug in certain songs? Not kind of, he sounds just like Thug. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't agree with you on that, but he brought something a little bit different. It, he, the, he's pretty much showed himself a little bit different than Thugger, so. <laughs> um, let's pull up the track list. Oh my god! What, what do you like about it? That's what I want to know. I I like the Look, fact. I like. That. What song do you like? I can't tell you that. <laughs> it sounded like a big ass young thug EP. You gotta listen to Lil Key, bro. That's all I'm saying. All right, so okay, give me what's one song the Lil Key done? What's what's his? Ride the song? wave and snake. There's a bunch of other songs I just can't think of off the top of my head right now. Alright, well maybe one day. But um <laughs> but this little got it album, I actually I actually liked it. I think it was um a decent project. It was a good listen. Um yes, it definitely sounds like Young Thug, but it's okay because it's a part of Young Thug's label. And so if you're gonna bite, at least it's respectfully. You know what I mean? I mean they slime <laughs> they slime shit, they snake shit, you know, they bite. That's what they do. Okay. Um But you Okay, all right. We're not going to no, talk about it. It's, it's speak your mind. I'm just really confused. Like, I just, I'm genuinely confused why you don't actually like Because I just, cause... there's artists out there that are inspired by other artists, and they may come across like, oh, they're biting or they sound just like them. But if you really tune in, like I said, that's why I always give it a second listen, because your ear is not used to it. So when you first, when you hear it, the first listen, you're like, oh, man, he sound like this person. I'm not going to give him a chance. But if you, if you keep listening to it, really dissect it, that's what good like music listeners do. I'm not saying you're not a good music listener. But I know you're not saying that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's important to give it a second listen because mm-hmm. you might hear It's just like when you listen to a Kanye album. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get everything. You're not going to hear all the instruments and what he's yeah. what comes across. So yeah, that's all learn. I'm saying. Yeah, you're going to learn new things with yeah. each listen. I, I would say that this sounded good enough that I would go back and listen to it again. Like, I actually have fun listening to this project. Like, it put me in Yeah, I might have to give it another little, chance. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like this is the kind of album you got to play in a certain environment, too. Maybe, like, you know, you can't be trying to go to sleep and play this <laughs> time. Like, it's not going to work. All right, um, what's the next one? Next one? Big 14-0. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, your boy, your boy, Trippy. Trippy Red. Let me pull that up real quick. So, um, as you guys don't know, um, Trippy Red dropped an album called A Love Letter to You 4. Album is freaking crazy. I had him um, be top album a couple of weeks. And, yeah, now he dropped oh, yeah, the Oh, yeah, he did, like, three weeks in a row. He was tripping. <laughs> Hating that. <laughs> anyway, um, Trippy Red dropped the Deluxe. And he pulled the same move that Thug did with his Deluxe tape. You know, he added the new music, put it in the front of the album. Um, I actually like that style. That's a dope concept. I man. like that concept yeah, I a lot. I think more artists should do that. Yeah, I, I, it's I more def- exciting. It, it definitely is more exciting because you already know what the album sounds like if you listen to it before. It's like, okay, so here's this new shit right here. Right. And these new eight tracks, I mean, honestly, is a whole nother album attached to an album. It's like a bonus album. You know right. what I mean? And um, I like pretty much all of it, except for the super, uh, you know, rock, Screaming shit. I don't. I don't like it when. Oh, that happens. one song. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where uh-huh. he just screaming the whole time. Yeah, bro. I'd be like, bro, <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> like, bro. Why, I'm, I didn't do nothing to you. Like, <laughs> like, chillax. Um, I'm pull up on here for you. That's guys. his style, though. Like, rock stars. I mean, type. but he gives you like it's like eighty percent that chill, like R and B, hip hop, singing vibe, and then. 
the twenty percent is like the fucking Grinch, and he's just like I'm a fucking demon. I'm gonna eat your mother. Like I'm like, Whoa, yo, he's mad demonic, bro. That's another thing. That's why I can't really mess with him. Just that. It's just the Grinch. It's just that one song. Not all no, of his music. It's a is. bunch of them, bro. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's like the only song that I just skip on there. But um, but this with this deluxe, um, you got the first song "I Love You" uh, featuring Chance the Rapper. Uh, I thought that was a dope collab. Definitely did not see that coming. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought Chance was going to ruin this song when I first... Uh, yeah, me too. When yeah. it came on, I just didn't hear him on it. And then when he came on, I was like, oh, okay. Is Chance, is Chance worrying you a little bit? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Because from his last album, I was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, yeah, I'm a little concerned. I love my kids. I love my wife. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, that, that, that album was just way too long. That too. But yeah, I mean, he's trying he, too hard. If he would have cut that in half, it would have been a more, you know, received album. Um, but yeah, besides all of that, all right. Um, the next song, "The Way," featuring Russ. That I love that song. Um, I like it. And it's crazy. I don't even know who Russ is, it, but people fucking like Russ. Like I, we seen I, Russ before. I met him. No, I mean we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we went to Roll Out. We seen him perform. Wait. No. Yeah, we have. We he was at Rolling Out? Yeah, he was at Rolling Out. Which year? I think it was the first year. Was it the first He year? white dude, right? Yeah, Only long white, hair. Only white dude I saw was Post Malone and Mac Miller. Oh, no. I'll take that back. I seen it um, the second year with somebody else. Y'all went to go see, um, I think it was Amigos. It was somebody big. And then we end up, it was so many people going to the Migos stage. Uh-huh. Like, we couldn't get over there, so we went to the other stage. And Russ was there. Russell's it was just mad white people there. And I was like, who's <laughs> I didn't know who Russ was at the time. And I was like, all right, let's just stay and watch. And he put on a good show. I heard he was decent. And I started listening to his music. His music's pretty good. Yeah, I heard yeah. some people, like, I just, it just blows my mind that he just never blew past my radar. Like, he's just this one of those artists that is kind of... Getting big and stuff like that, but I just never listened to I him. I feel like he's not, um, I don't want to say he's not part of the culture, but he's not talked about, like, mentioned a lot. He's not in the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has his fan base, like, the white mm. people, like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, like, black people, you don't hear black people say, yeah, you put that new rest on. No way. I just keep it a real, bro. Like <laughs> Russell Westbrook got an album out. Hey, like nobody's <laughs> checking for him. All right, so Trippy Red, Love Letter Four Deluxe. Are you fucking with it or no? It was cool. I liked it. I wouldn't um, say it was amazing, but I like it for what it was. <laughs> Pretty amazing, actually. I like it for what it was. <clears throat> All right. What was your What was your favorite song on it? The way. I like the way a lot. Um, I like yellow too. Like that's the one. Okay, that's like medium screaming. Like he's like, it's like he's screaming together. Like you know, what I mean, not screaming at me. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a it gives me hype though. I I would definitely say yellow gives me hype featuring Young Thug. I like this one, Koi. I think that's how you pronounce. Koi smooth. Um, it's that it's that beat. Yeah, how I um uh, how it was raised was a dope one too featuring Lil Tecca. Uh, that was I, a good one. I fuck with Lil Tecca too, man. Lil Tecca's dope. Lil TJ's dope. Um, I like this OTF like Nightmare joint, but I like 
No, if they would have took if they would have took Trippy Red off of there, just had G Herbo and Lil Dirk, it would have been a good song. <laughs> Trippy Red ruined it. <laughs> no, no, just stay your facts, bro. No, Trippy Red, is, he's tight. You know I like. You can check Red. your fact checker. I'm just saying, Trippy, he ruined that song. He should have just gave it to them. Alright, chat. Um, <laughs> so the love letter four, you, you where would you rank this out of ten? Or or how about this? Do you think that this was necessary? Do you think it added or it took away from or did nothing for the album? These extra eight songs. I think it did not I think it's just good bonus. Like it's fun for the fans. Yeah. But if um they're talking about um, albums like the critique of albums. Mm-hmm. I'll take the deluxe out and just critique the the one that the first one that came out, which is crazy. Go get that. Um, last but not least, let's get it. I'm excited about this one. I'm actually into. I already know what you're about to say. Royce the five nine yeah. dropped an album called The Allegory. And you guys probably didn't know that. Why? Because they probably don't want you to listen to it. Because he is talking that woke-ass hip-hop shit. A like lot of classic, gym, oh my God. If you're a fan of Lupe, if you're a fan of Nas, if you're a fan of Killer Mike, if you're a fan of any one of those guys, you need to listen to this. Like, immediately, expeditiously. Shout out T.I. Let me read these comments on Facebook. Okay, hey, what's man. up? It's not Facebook. T. Raw said, NBA Youngboy is their Jeezy. And um, somebody named Juice Williams says, Lil Gata is hella hard. Yes, he is. That's a good guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that Jeezy comment, though. That I, makes I, sense. I, 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 kinda, I, I agree with him on that, actually. That makes sense. I need to see a list. That makes a lot of sense. I, I need to see a list of these, these new niggas in, in a row so I, I can... <laughs> Pick which one belongs to who. Well, think but. about Jeezy in that era with T.I. and who was the trap Gucci star Man. at that time. But Young Jeezy was too. He was yeah. big. Yeah, Jeezy. Well, his first Ross. album alone. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I love Jeezy. What you mean? Like, and I'm, then just think about his track record. Yeah, I'm saying Jeezy is too good for that. Like, I'm saying, like, Jeezy is that guy. <laughs> like, what you mean? Like. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're not NBA Youngboy fan, so you can't. Who? Youngboy. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Young boy never going broke. Again or just not going broke for the first time? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, look, all right. Let's go back. Let's go back to Royce my man. Uh, let's got more comments. More comments. I don't even know. Open this. No, up. let's go back to Royce the five nine. Open that up. Um. Okay. All right. So Royce the five nine dropped this album. It starts off, I have to write notes on this thing. This, this is one of those albums that it's like, it's almost like reading a book or um, really diving into like a movie or something like that. It's very cinematic, um, like a good kid, Mad City, like an Illmatic. Um, he's really sets the tone and with the first track, which is a, um, a clip from uh, Derek Grace the second. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, he's... He went viral for um, teaching his daughter how to, you know, uh, reload weapons, guns, teaching her how to uh, pretty much become a boss instead of a consumer. Like, he was just teaching her some, like, 
some real good facts and like a lot of things that they don't teach you in school and stuff like that. Right. Like, hey, would you if you had a million dollars, would you buy a bunch of candy or a candy store? Would you buy a candy store? Right. You know that kind of stuff. All the interviews <clears throat> were like that. Pretty yeah. much, he was teaching. Was it was it his daughter that he was talking to? Yeah, so it, it wasn't Royce. It's was, it's it uh, Derek Grace the um, second, okay. and he was teaching his daughter. I'll show you gotcha. some of the videos. He's the one. He has like all the tattoos on his face okay. and stuff like that. Like it's, but it's it's really dope what he's teaching his his daughter and his family, and um, he's doing really well, very successful. He was actually on the David David Banner podcast not that long ago. All right. Um, but yeah, definitely dope. Um, so many amazing tracks on here, um, but. I'm going to have to start off with my favorite track, Black Savage, okay. um, featuring Psy High the Prince and T.I. I knew that was going to be your favorite. Oh, my God. That, I knew it. If you don't know who Royce is, if you don't know where to start with this album, if you're not an album person like like me or Chad, if you just want to listen to one song or whatever, go to Black Savage. Um, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> after that, I mean, you got a couple of other jumps on, he- on here. Uh, I Don't Age um, gives you fire bars. Um, I play forever. That that gives you like that real old school classic rap shit. Um, and then he just he's teaching you a lot of things too. I love albums that I can go in and learn something from. Um, I didn't know the ice cream skit that came on right. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Oh yeah. God, um, good. I didn't know that that song. You know the ice cream man song that all the you know. Ice cream trucks yeah, play and stuff like that. Did not know. Did not know the original song came um, came from Henry C. Brown, and the song is called "Nigger Lover Watermelon," mm-hmm. a song that was created over a hundred years ago and produced by Columbia Records. Same song, wow. and we're still using it. It's still the same song is being played in our neighborhoods, mm-hmm. in our in our hood. That same song. Every day. Every day in like every day in the summertime. You hear that and you want to go out and get ice cream, but you don't know the meaning behind that song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just Yeah. I so this is a dope album. Teaches you a lot. You'll learn a lot from it. It's an album with substance. Um and I felt like we really needed this. I think Royce gives us the really the first woke album this year so far. Okay. Um, I was definitely trying to figure out who that. Yeah, definitely needed. I didn't know who was gonna give it to us first, but um, shout out to Royce, the five nine. Um, there's so many jewels on here. I don't even, I don't have the time all right. to go over all of them. But what'd you think? I loved <clears throat> it, man. Um, you know me, man. Um, I like to move forward in time. So usually rappers like this that under the radar are just about lyricists and bars. Mm-hmm. That kind of gets played out to me. Mm-hmm. But with this album. And Royce the Five Nine, like I was said, when you told me about it, I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. But the the from the first song, I was locked in, bro. Yeah. Like he really um made me miss um hip hop, like real hip hop music, mm-hmm. like where it's all about the lyrics and the bars. And then the production was amazing as well. So yeah. I feel like anybody would enjoy this, like even if you're not into that type of um, type of music where it's yeah. about lyrics. It's records for everybody on, yeah. this, on this album for sure. Yeah. And like you said, I just like how it just each song teaches you something. Like yeah. I got something new out each track. Yeah. Um, I love albums like that because I'm a fan of Lupe. Right. Like I'm still learning. Like every time I listen to Lupe, I'm learning something from him. So. Yeah. Um, my favorite song on there is Overcomer. Fire. Oh my god. Fire. He, Fire. I, probably definitely the best verse I heard this year. <laughs> okay. Man, he uh, went, he went crazy. Like, 
I want to read. Uh, can I pull up the uh, lyrics for that, man? I mean, you can. Real quick. If you want. You got Google right there. <laughs> um, let's see here. We got any comments while you... Nigga, you just about to give me a call or something like that, <laughs> you guys. Yeah. Anyway, um, what do you guys think? Have you guys listened to any of these projects? Let us know in the comments. Um, if any one of these songs stood out to you guys or not. It's tripping. I'm not even gonna worry about it, but that's a that's one of the songs I think y'all should check out. Yeah. He just I definitely say that's that's my strong second place. I do really enjoy Overcomer. It's really dope. Um alright, Chad. I'm about to make a decision. What's uh top hill this week, man? Where's the five nine? <laughs> You had to think about it, man. You need to check the notes. Uh, nah. You know, we had... Uh, We're talking about albums, yeah. and I have to get credit where it's due. Mm. And he just really executed very well. Like, Oh, yeah, I got to... Um, there was another song I liked on there. Um, the last song, Hero, where he talked about his dad. I yeah. think that was that was a big one. Yeah, that was dope. That was definitely dope. Yeah, I had to mention it. But, yeah, Royce the 5'9". Like, Real hip-hop album. Check it out. Um, yeah, that's a no-brainer for me, too. It's going to go to Royce the 5'9 this week. Um, and this was better than M and Lil Wings. Just point that out. I had to, I got to point that Why'd out. Why'd you bring them in here? <laughs> we was having a good pod. <laughs> and then you just want to go disrespectful. Hey, after this album, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to slice this. This bro, bro, like, he's top 10 lyricists right now. Alone. Top 10. I need This lyricist and bars. Oh, we're not just mean. we're not talking about because you know he's underground. He said it in his songs like I'm not trying to be mainstream. Like he knows his lane, and I respect him for that. Like he wants to be the best. He has the best pen out. I'm, I'm gonna give him that out right now. Nobody's touching him with his pen. I get that to him. That's how that's how confident I am with this project. Kendrick Lamar. It's been a while since he dropped something, bro. All right. <laughs> it's been a long time. I mean, there's just so many people. Like, you're saying of all time, or you're saying of living people with, like, because Jay-Z still breathing. Um, Nas still out there. I'm talking about, like, let me clarify. Maybe yeah. just recently. I'm not talking about all time. Recently. But he, and I'm just talking straight lyrics, lyrics and bars. That's it. Like his pen game, like. It's no, ridiculous. okay, yeah. Let me let me not be disrespectful. Royce is definitely has a um, has a sharp pen. I don't think anybody wants to. Um, it's it's so many that. verses that will go over your head. Like you have to research. Oh just yeah, to, I had to listen to this album. This metaphor more than this one time. Everything. This this is one album I had to listen to more than once. Cause when I first heard, I was just like, what, what? He did not just go there. Someone needs to protect this man. Like for real, for real. Like. Yeah, because he's, he's super intelligent. Like, yeah, he he's really he's up there, bro. Him and Lupe, like this. There. This is an album you want to sit, um, you want to listen to with Rap Genius on the other on the other tab. Yeah, they're going to digest <laughs> so you can digest it. Um, yeah, so that's that's it for me. Royce the Five Nine, yeah, Top Hill. Damn, me and Chad agreed this week. That's weird. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's going to do it for the first half of Top Hill. Now we're about to get into the second half. Y'all ready for this? I'm, I'm excited. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Make sure you guys don't go too far. 
Um, we're gonna have some guest grace in our studio. Can't wait to introduce them to you guys. So uh, yeah, tune in. All right, Top Hill, we out. Coming to you live <laughs> from Quality Touch hey, Studios. It's your boy E Money Boss. You serious right now? And Chad Visionaire. Are you serious? On top. This is of how we started. This is how we really started. Sponsored by okay, this Anchor and Quality Touch Studios. No? Okay. No. <laughs> top, 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 top. Top, top, top. Top Hill episode 22, part two. I'm your money boss. And I'm Chad Visionaire. Sometimes. Um, All the time. <laughs> but yeah, what we tell y'all. Oh yeah, second half. Second half. Yeah, special guest. Half time. Very special guest. So we have a group of individuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they already have a, a really interesting resume already. You know yeah, what I mean? they're all three talented um, filmmakers, writers. They're gonna tell you all about themselves. So let's just introduce them. Yeah, let's without further ado, you got actors. Film writer, yes. producer, directors. Give it up for. Introduce your guests, Chad. Elana Diaz and Indigo. Let's hey, go. Hey, welcome, 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 welcome. What's going on, guys? Hello. How y'all doing? Thanks to you, so. Good, good. Welcome to Top Hill Podcast. Um, you guys excited? Yes, sir. Hey. A little anxious. A little anxious? Hey, well, look, we are so happy to have you guys here. Um, yeah, so let's get right into it. Uh, well, first of all, let's int- introduce you guys, you know, yourselves individually. We'll start with the lady right here on the left. Hello, my name is Alana Hunt. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you just pick up my bag. Diaz. 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 Indigo artist. All right. Hey, so, and you guys have just created a short film, right? Yes. And what's the name of that short film? Penmanship. And where can they find that at? On YouTube. Just type in Penmanship, the short film. Okay. It's going to be underneath my profile. First thing that pops. First thing that pops. Hey, yeah. That's facts. important. That is yeah, good. That's, that's very yeah, important. Exactly. But you gotta type it in correctly yeah. to get yeah, to yeah, first, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's this not, short film. It's, like, it's, it's not like anything like general, like Young Boy Never Broke or something like that. <laughs> Chill. That's what's That's generic, though. <laughs> all right, Kill. We, we off that. We off that. All right, so I know we got a couple of questions for, for them. Um, okay. I'll just start off with um, Alana. Um, what made you um, want to be a part of this project, or um, where did this evolve from? Well, at the top of 2019, January 2019, a mentor of ours, me and Diaz, his name is uh, Joseph Marshall. He's also he's oh, yeah, also shout out to Jeff. Yeah, he's shout also a, a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He took us to go see If Bill Street Could Talk by, oh, by okay. Barry Jenkins. Oh. I cried the whole movie mm. because it was just so good. So then after that, we went out to lunch. We was eating quesadillas and stuff. Mm. And Joe was like, so what y'all want to do? Y'all want to be uh, filmmakers or act? I said, why not both? Okay. He was like, okay, well, I'm going to um, challenge y'all to make a short film. 
I didn't have a clue where to begin with that. So mm-hmm. he was like, y'all want to do it separately or make it a collaborative effort. I was like, I think it's wise to do it as a collaborative effort first because mm-hmm. we don't know what we're doing. Right. So yeah, that's how it came about. Oh, yeah, I think definitely when you collab with people who are all like-minded and stuff like that, too, you get to build off of each other's energy, learn from each other's mistakes, and, and grow at the same time. Yeah. I got a question for all of you. Um, what made y'all get into, like, filmmaking and acting? Uh, what made y'all want to do that in the first place? That's let's for all with, of y'all. Yeah. Let's let's start with the end. We can just ask a lot of that. Okay. Um, so... For me, um, I've been involved with acting since uh, fifth grade. It started um, in the drama club in fifth grade, and um, I got uh, a villain role. I was Pig Ear Pete. i never forget that. Um, I forgot the name of the joint. I think it was like Gold Rush or Gold Mine or something like that. And I fell in love with it. It was fun. Like I felt like important. Like, I don't yeah. know how else to explain it. Like it just was like it was really real to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since then, it just, it progressed. I got into a, a performing arts middle school and high school. Oh, wow. And my love just grew for it, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, now that I'm an, I'm an adult, like, I didn't want to drop it. But you got to, you know, find a means to, you know, make a career. Right. And uh, me, I'm all about, you know, um, people coming to you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, bossing, providing, right. you dig yeah. what I mean? And, um... I think independence is, uh, you know, what we kind of latched on to Joe for. Okay. He kind of, like, you know, introduced that to us, introduced that lane to us, and uh, we just picked it up and moved with it, you know? That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Indigo, so um, is this your one of your first projects that you worked on, or have you, um, is this something that you've been doing for a while? So it's my first film. Okay. It's not my first time acting. I've done plays before. Cool. Um my whole family is sur- surrounded with like you know, everything in theater. My mother's a theater teacher. Um, so, same with Diaz. Went to a theater middle school, went to a theater high school. So, Her mother actually was my teacher. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. So, so you already knew coming up. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah this, was, this was about to be what it is. So, because you guys are so um, multi-talented, and um, I know, Alana, you touched on this uh, briefly. It's like, hey, why not do both? Um from doing this project, what was your favorite part? Was it the the acting? Was it the directing, the producing, the writing? Which which one did you feel like you fell in love with more? Um, my favorite part was screenwriting. Okay. Because that just seems like something at first it seemed like something that couldn't be done. Okay. Um, you know, ever since I was a child I've been kinda of fascinated with film and cinema. Okay. Didn't know how to necessarily go about it. I also went to a theater performance okay. in middle school. I went to Thomas Pullen. They okay. went to Benjamin D. Floyd's. Okay. I um I didn't go to Sutton High School. I went to Charles River Flowers High School. Okay. Um, flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um but screenwriting seemed like the most challenging part. Okay. Seemed like something that is like so far fetched. Like, oh, nobody in my caliber could do that. And once I did it, like I have two other screenplays already written. Wow. Hey, mm-hmm. speak that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. So, um, you fell in love with the challenge. It's like, okay, this is something that, you know, in the back of your mind, or maybe somebody might have said, like, you can't do this, or this felt impossible. 
And when you overcome something like that, it feels like you can do whatever you want. Yeah, most definitely. And also, like, I'm a hustler, dog. Like, <laughs> like if somebody put me to a challenge, I'm going to do it. Right. And um, I did it. And I'm proud of myself. I got the grit. I got the drive. And, yeah. What's some of y'all um, inspirations with, with, with filmmaking and uh, actors, anybody in that field? Go with I see you pick it over here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, dang, uh, inspiration. So, um, I mean, it's typical to like say like Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you gotta pay respects to the greats, obviously. Right. But I think for me, um, like some of my more, I guess, low key or like question debatable influences would be like uh, Will Smith. Um, it's funny, me and Go is just having that conversation, like, I just feel like he's so underrated, like, yeah. it's almost, like, to me, I feel like he, it's no part he can't play, you know yeah, what I'm saying, right. and I think, um, that's something that I, um, aspire to do, um, right. eventually. As far as direction goes, I think, um, somebody low-key, uh, I was talking to my father about Jerry Bruckheimer, okay. uh, real low-key, I'm telling you, like, he's done a lot of Disney movies, so, like, he uh -huh. doesn't get that much respect, you know what I mean? But, like, I think from just a, um, like, putting pieces together and seeing where things fits into a story, I think he's one of the best. Uh, you would obviously have to check out his work that's not Disney-related to find that out. But, right. yeah, Bruckheimer for sure. Yeah, but those are a couple. Um, yeah. It's more, but, you know. I'm, I'm glad you, you brought that up because um, back in my job, we used to have this debate, right, of who was the best actor and... Everybody has their opinions, obviously, right? It's, it's opinion-based. But the two actors that always came up is Will Smith or Denzel. Really? Right? And though, and <laughs> Really? For, for me, Thanks. I'm, I'm going off from what you said. Will Smith is so versatile. Like, he could just fit in so many different roles. It's like, a proven fact. Yeah, you could be a Hitch, a Hancock, a I Am Legend, a, you know what I mean? Like, so many, seven pounds. Uh, there's so many different roles. Facts. Pursuit of Happiness. And then you got Denzel Washington. Denzel did the same thing. I feel like he. I feel like Denzel Washington has perfected that role, like that that certain role. I, I hate to put him in a box. Facts. But he's kind of in the box. You know, he's not in a box where you know what kind of film you want to see Denzel in. Yeah, because okay. you know he's going to body it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Um, That's what says. Yeah. 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 So I mean, from. Uh, was it the the, the the train movie? Like, did you do two train movies? John Q. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. He did one with John Travolta. Right, right. And another one, it, he it was, was conducting a train. Though, I, I, and he, yeah. he kept running or something. Yeah. Something crazy. I was yeah. confused. Like, I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I love um, let's, let's go around. So, Indigo, what about you? Who Who is... It doesn't even have to be an actor or a director. Anything that inspires you. It could be a quote, a song, a person, whatever. So, top is Denzel. Okay. Um, Second is basically Viola Davis, um, Meryl Streep, Jessica Langs. Um, I think the work ethic is what mm -hmm. I like about each and every one of them because they're true artists. I like, you know, they're really in it. I think acting is... And directing, everything seems very like... um. 
like it's just fun. Yeah. And it's not all about just being fun, like it's hard work. Yeah. And they speak on that about the hard work. Denzel's a businessman. I love yeah. that about him. Like he's not on the scenes and he tells you why he's not on the scenes and that's why he's so successful. Right. I love him. Yeah, that's like the that's like the glue, right? That keeps everything going. Like one of my favorite things about Denzel is not even like some of his acting. Like that one speech that he had. Oh. That, uh, what was he? I, I forgot what it was. Listen to it every morning. Do you? Yes. See, I love that. He was just like, you know, get up, you know, see you guys at work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm inspired. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, a super inspiring uh, uh, individual, man. Um, Chad, what else you got? Somebody got a question okay. for you guys. Do you need a good memory to be an actor or actress? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes like and no. <laughs> yeah, some, I was going to say no too. Some people, like lines was, or like I think some people have, it takes time for some people, some people get it. Mm. I just happen to know how to learn my lines. But I was like, oh, yeah, I, I feel like, I, I think well, some people who've never done acting or anything like that wouldn't, when you get a role and he's like, okay, this this guy's in the whole movie, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you. you know, I'm going to have to read this whole book and be able to say it all verbatim, like, or is it like, is it like scene by scene? Like, hey, just know this scene by this day and then you move on type. It depends how you run it. Um, okay. Like, it depends on, you know, your direction and um, what your cast decides. But I was just going to say that uh, for me, the reason why I feel like anyone can act, like, mm -hmm. just... That was a part of our conversation yeah. too. This is crazy. Like, why is this intertwining so much? Yeah, yeah. But um, like, just because you act doesn't mean it's going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and as far as memory memorizing things goes, is for me, it's like it just depends on how you look at it. If you look at it as like work or like it just depends on how you look. Like, if you look at it as something like a job or like yeah. something that I have to do, then it's not going to feel as real. It's not but when you embrace it, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm you know yeah. saying? It's like, it's, it just depends on how you look at it. It starts flowing. That's dope. Straight up. Straight yeah, that's, up. That's, like that. it's, it's dope. I feel like every artist feels the same same exact way yeah. about anything. Like, like what Chad was about to say, you know, Wale just had an interview with uh, Joe Budden. And, um, you know, they kind of got into it because. Wally's like, why don't you want to rap no more? And Joe Budden's like, I don't have fun doing that shit. I don't enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't enjoy writing lyrics anymore. And Wally's like, well, that's therapeutic for me. Like, <laughs> why is it not therapeutic yeah, for you? Yeah, but yeah, literally yeah. everybody is is different. It's you different. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Wally said he also treated like a job as well. With the industry part. Yeah, well, it's a music business. So, well, <laughs> you know, you got to deal with the business, the business part. <laughs> Um, so got, there's another question. Oh, yeah, These yeah, questions are coming in a lot. Okay. Is there a community of people of color interested in acting and help with casting? So I, I guess they want to know, like, is there anyone um, that... Okay. I know a casting director. I don't know her, but I know of her. Her name is Robbie Reed, and she's done a lot of casting directing for a lot of BET projects. Okay, if uh -huh. you uh, look it up on... On Instagram, I am Robbie Reed. Mm -hmm. She does a lot of stuff. Lee Daniels' sister, okay. Leah Daniels, she's mm -hmm. a casting director for a lot of his projects, too. Oh, I actually met um, Leah Daniels and Darius McCrary. Darius McCrary was on um, Family Matters okay. with Jaleel White. Yeah, I yeah. met them okay. at a Young Actors Program summer of 2018. Is that the girl that played Laura? Yeah, that's yeah. Family Matters. Yeah, yeah, for Family Matters. Yeah, yeah. she's from here. She's from, uh -huh. yeah, she from Brady. Yeah, so I, um, yeah. Robbie, Robbie Reed and Leah Daniels are for sure two solid casting directors, wow. black casting directors that I am aware of. Dope. 
Appreciate that. See? Got yeah. another one. <laughs> How do y'all feel about black actors being accepted for their work? Being accepted? But, but yeah, being accepted for I, their work. Can that be a little bit more clarified? Like Yeah, I mean you can see if you can make it a little bit more clear, or just how you how you interpret how you interpret uh, interpret it. You know. Oh, okay. I can answer that perfectly. I saw the photograph with Lakeith Stanfield and Issa okay. Rae. I thought it was phenomenal. Okay. I saw a lot of black people saying it was boring. It was boring. It was dry. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. If all these mediocre white love movies uh -huh. come out right. and they do just fine, I have no problem with a black love story yeah. just being boring. Right. Ain't nobody curse each other out. We're no baby mama drama. We're nobody cheating. Not once in the film did Lakeith's character or Issa Rae's character raise their voice with each other. Everybody remained respectful. This is stuff that you don't see too often right. within a romantic situation right. with black people on mm -hmm. screen. Yeah. It was a simple problem solution love story. And I loved every I loved every part of it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I don't have a problem with it, like, and if that's considered mediocre or like boring to some black people, just because it wasn't drama filled, well, you know what? I'm more excited for for more mediocre and boring black love mm -hmm. films then. Mm -hmm. So that's my answer to hey. that question. Hey, respect. <laughs> I, I love that how you broke that down because. Yeah, I'm tired of the, the super black stereotype. You right. know what I mean? Because, like, you know, obviously, when white people come in and they want to do a movie about about this, they're going to be like, well, this this is popular. Oh, they, this is funny. And let's just highlight that. And it's like, okay, well, not all of us are like that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. okay to... We're very um, complicated people. You know what I mean? We're not all the same. So give us that diversity. Let us be able to do and create what we want, how we want it. Because, yeah, we can have a nice, boring black love story. It'd be dope. Sounds like <laughs> penmanship in a nutshell. Hey! hey. Real simple, you know what I mean? Plug that in right there. Yeah, you gotta plug it, you know what I mean? Um, so let's just get right into penmanship, okay? Um, this is why we're here, right? Um, what, for the people who um, don't know what this is, just, um, if you guys could just all briefly just Describe what this film is to you guys and uh, why they should watch it. Um, this film was almost like a love letter to myself. Mm. It's what I want for myself one day. Mm. Um, it was a declaration of what is far from the norm of what we see between two young black people. Mm. Um my first project man like it's my baby the you baby know? yeah so i'm impressed that i um that i got it done and i'm uh happy that i got to do it with someone that i've known for a long time and who i'm close with <laughs> appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> that's dope um yeah, what's what's this film mean to you man Oh man, um, it's just, it's really my first step into the career. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that too. That's, yeah. uh, for me, that's um, the number one takeaway. I think that was what scared us yeah. a little bit too. We were petrified. Yeah, I know, I was. you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. Um, there was moments where, you know, certain things felt a little bit too heavy right. or, you know, like, what's the next move? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Having like, but I do, again, got to shout out my guy Joe because, yeah. you know, the direction is what we needed. But anyway, let me answer the question. Um, yeah, I just think that um, for me, it's just a story of 
what um, the honeymoon phase is like okay. in love. Right. You know what I mean? I think um, the expectations of, you know, getting with a person from y'all initial meetup is basically what we um, highlighted in our film. And um, it's funny because it's like the the way that like we we uh, put it together is like it's a relationship that's basically been there the whole time. Right. It just took them some time to, you know, really accept Get the fact it that, together. you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. kind of like that fork in the road. It's like, okay, here's the friend zone or here's the next one. Yeah. Like, right, really you got it. And, and also, do you want to take the risk of even going that route with a friend? Because right. if it don't work, now the friendship ruined. Now yeah, y'all exactly. want to talk to each other. Right. Like, I hate each other. Don't want to speak. Right. That's, that. real. Yeah, that's, that's real. Yeah, that's real, real. Because like you said, you could, you could pull up to that side and be like, mm, yeah. I'm going to turn around. Right. 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 Um, Indigo, so how was this film um, different from your play um, history? So, like, I, I know you said you went from play to now doing a short film. Was there any differences, challenges that you had to face? Uh, it was quick. Everything okay. was very quick. Um, I didn't have much time to mm-hmm. figure things out. We spent, I mean, we spent enough time rehearsing, but everything was kind of went quickly. Being in front fast. of a camera is terrifying mm-hmm. for right. me it was right. like that's the one thing um but yeah it was very quick oh. i think that was okay the biggest change any more questions chad oh i want to hear their music thoughts all right, all right, all right. i know chad's all anxious okay. about, the, about the about the music and stuff but nah, let me give him one more question okay that asks all the guests that come on here uh, okay. um, <laughs> like, no, what is that where do y'all see yourselves and like i hate giving that general but where you see yourselves in your career? Chad's um, a visionary, so he's like, yeah. I want to see what he basically basically wants to know. Realistically, yeah, vision. Yeah, yeah. Your vision. Wait, are you gonna give a time span like five yeah. years? No time span. Just um, what do you want out of this? Doing the being a filmmaker or actor, where you see yourself in the future? Um, realistically, I'm 21 now. In five years, I'll be 26. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee was almost 30 when he put out. Do the right thing. She's Gotta Have It. She's Ooh, got gotta have it. She's, she's Gotta Have It was his first film. Yeah. History lesson. Mm, thank he you was, that. <laughs> 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 Docking points. <laughs> he was almost 30. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. John Singleton was 25 when he wow. put out Boys in the Hood. Wow. So I'm just thinking to myself, this stuff happened. 30 within the time frame of like 25 to 30 years ago and they had less resources then and they made it happen me at 21 now with a lot more resources to just pick up a camera and go Mm -hmm. i feel like and this is not trying to uh take away what they contribute or what they did at their age but but, right but what i can do at 25 Mm -hmm. thanks to them can probably go far beyond what they were able to do Mm -hmm. at 25 going towards 30 so when i'm 26 years old I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to have shit shaking. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. me? Like, I hear you. That's just how I feel. So, yeah. I feel like they want us to do that, too. They they want to pass that torch on because, you know, black excellence, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, yeah. You have to work twice as hard to get, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Diaz, what about you, man? What's your, your vision? We're going to stick with the five-year. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Five I felt like it was going to be five years. But, um, nah, man, uh, I'm not even going to lie to you. Um... Five years is um, 
it's too long. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a right now guy. You know what I mean? Um, I um I think to what I want to get out of you know the um, entertainment um, business is to become a mogul. You know, I want to make it mine. You know what I'm saying? When you uh, think of like. I mean, this is a hip-hop podcast, right, you know what right. I'm saying? So when you think of music, the first person that you think of as far as um, successful in every arena is Jay-Z, yeah. right? Period. That's what I aspire to be in right. the acting field. I want to be the greatest of all time. Like, right. I want to be the best actor. I want to be the best director, the best writer. Like, I, I'm borderline, you know, obsessed with it in my mind, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Damn. And, um, you know, I think for me, though, it's more important to not only, you know, elevate myself, but bring up people with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that was the biggest uh, thing with this uh, piece is, like, you know, to have uh, like-minded people involved yeah. um, that really want to, you know, go to the next level. Like, you know, I want to start my own production label. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? For that very reason, just right. to, you know, see the talent in people that they might not see themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? To be like, you, you got something in you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just need somebody to... Uh, you know, guide your vision, just like yeah. for you know how Joe did for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 something that you take to pass on. Exactly. It's literally for you to pass on. Yeah. You did. Yeah, I feel like yeah. the more successful people, they realize that you start to notice the most successful people are always plugging somebody else in. Facts. You can't be Facts. that successful holding by up yourself. all your success yeah. by yourself. Like that's craziness. You know yeah. what I mean? Jay-Z has his protégés. Diddy has his protégés. Diddy, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah, and know? Diddy was a protégé himself. Yes, but yes. but Because before there was a, ever a Bad Boy Records, he was interning for Andre Harrell. Yep. Uh, a lot of yep. people don't know that. And that's another thing I about me. You <laughs> see me putting it yeah, on, He used to yo. stalk him. He used to like run up and down, like the, like, pizza, uh, the pizza shop or something like that, waiting for him to come outside. Listen, y'all, like, I'm, um, I'm like really like almost radical about this kind of stuff, but I, I don't play when it comes to the arena of hip hop mm -hmm. and um and film, you know, cause I push that pin too. Uh, so it's okay, okay. So we don't play about stuff like this. Like <laughs> definitely do that plug in there. I love it. <laughs> no, Keep no, it real. No, yeah, let me tell we do it all. Let, let me tell you that song. I was reading the script and you know we all the narrated poems that you hear, Diaz and I wrote that. That very last scene, yeah. Diaz wrote that. <laughs> I, said, I said, damn, brother, I didn't know you. <laughs> I know you had an idiot. No, not that, but Diaz be like, oh, I'm not intimate. I'm not poetic. <laughs> yeah. But Diaz can spit, though. I'm like, if you can spit, right. you can write a poem. Right. Just because you're not ushy-gushy, that don't mean you don't got it in you. So when, he, so when I read that, I'm requited love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that from Diaz? Right, right. Because when is Diaz romantic? Right. Like, <laughs> she is killing me. No, That's crazy. No, but like, Diaz, I've known Diaz since I was like 13, 14 years old. Thanks. All those years I've known him, he's been very like flat and monotone. Yeah. That's, that's not a bad thing. He's just, you know, he's just kind of, hey, Diaz, how are you? Oh, okay, I'm good. Diaz, how's your day? Diaz, how's your day? Okay, I'm fine. You know. Like, and so when he wrote that, I was like, wow. Yeah. This is beautiful, man. Uh, yeah. I was so proud of that. Appreciate yeah. that. That's, That's dope. And, and it's like, one thing that I learned by even just doing this podcast, right? It's like when you 
take that first leap into something that it's you, so scary. It is. Yeah, but, it is. But but once you do it though, it's like oh that's it. Right. And oh, then it's like I gotta do it again. Yeah, it's yeah, like you know I gotta do it again. I gotta do this. I gotta do that because you know me and Chad literally we just came up with we were just talking. I mean, we had like a probably two, three hour long conversation mm. in the car. He's like, dang, bro, we should be, re- someone should be recording this right now. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's usually how it begins. Right. You know? It's literally big. just that that light bulb right there. It's like, okay, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then when we do it, we meet, you know, Will, we get the studio, we get the, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. like things that start Fall falling in line. line. Yeah. Right. That's how you know it's your pathway. Exactly. You know? That's how you know you're in your lane. Exactly. That's a big part of it, too. You big know? facts. Indigo, we didn't forget about you. Of course not. Of course not. Superstar. Um, I think I'm just coming to 20. Like I just okay. hit 20. So I think that um I'm looking at life differently now, trying okay. to figure out what I want to do. Um, putting my dreams into actions right yeah. now. When they when Diaz called, I was talking to Diaz one day. I checked up on him, yeah. and he called. He told me he was like, "Hey, I got this film." I was like, "I'm gonna say yes right now." Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm scared. Yes. I don't want to do it. I was like, I don't want to do it. Right. But when you call me she back, make did. sure I do it. Like, right, you know, right. and it's so, I'm kind of in that process of trying to figure out, like, okay, you got to take this step. You're not, the fear, you got to leave that behind. You're right. going right. to be scared. Right, right. Um, but I see myself, I want to make a career out of it. Okay. I want to eat off of it. Yeah. Um, I live theater, brief theater, everything. Um, Theater and then transition into that film. I got to start at theater first. And then I got film. you. Because yeah. home, right? Yeah. yeah so. Foundation for everything. I Facts. love theater, too. I was in the Performing Arts building today at my school. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I ain't been in a place since, like, eighth grade. Kill like, <laughs> no, seriously, I was, like, I, I was like, I was like, theater, theater is a different ballgame from is. film. Like, that's... That's that grunt, blood, sweat, and tears when it come to theater. It's boot camp. It, yeah. Literally. 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 And it's so crazy. crazy. That's all of our foundation. Yeah, right. It's like, doing plays when we was 10 and 12 years old. Right. So, yeah. Then you got to perform that live, too. Yeah. So right. like, you can't, ain't One no time. cut. And yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's where you learn how to, you know, memorize you, lines and get it to, right. all that. Right. When you love it, though, it's it's like, it don't even feel like, because I, I, I know what it looks right. like, but right. I'm telling you, when, when it's, when you're on stage, it's a different feeling, young. When you're doing it's it, y'all know what's crazy. My eighth grade play, mm-hmm. it was called The Bully Plays, and I played a the little girl. Play. Yes, <laughs> I put Thomas Pullen performed my art school. Shout out to everybody who went to Thomas Pullen. Okay, <laughs> our play production was actually held oh, in nice. Suitland High That's School's the theater. Kill. And unfortunately, because I hated middle school so much, I wasn't really like I hated like the politics of middle school. Yeah. But so so I didn't I didn't take I didn't it was it was so ghetto like oh I wanted to get out of middle school so bad but uh, but um. Um, middle school was rough for me. I did enjoy theater, but like the environment of middle school was rough for me, so I didn't. Uh, um, m- my passion for acting really didn't kick back again until like eleventh grade. Okay. So um, I used to beat myself up. I was like, damn, like I could have went to a performing art school yeah. for high school, but you know, no biggie. I'm here now. Right, right. But um, yeah. it's just so crazy how like my eighth grade production was actually held in Suitland High School. Okay. And I was just like, oh, damn, I could have went there for theater. But like I said, no biggie. No biggie. 
No Amen. regrets. Okay. Right. No, no regrets. regrets. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this about you guys' short film. Then we got to get into the music. We got to bring you guys into Top Hill. Thanks. Oh, um, top Hill. Hey. Shout talk, out. Talk, talk, talk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to say that too, yo. That's love. That's love, that's love man. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to say when I when I watched Pimmonship, one word stood out to me. It's just screaming in the back of my head. Poetic. It was just a a just a beautiful poetic film. Um, honestly, the, when Ted told me this was you all's first film, I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, That's love. That's, That's love. love. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I'm like literally like they did. Okay, I'm looking at the credits and I say, okay, I see your name more than once. I see this. Okay, you did this, 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 this. <laughs> yeah, and, thanks. and this is your first film. Um, first of all, congratulations. Thank for, you. Uh, appreciate for tackling that. that. And, and like you guys said, this is the baby right here and. And with this, it's like, okay, you now created this. Now, you know, continue. Build it up. Yeah. Build it. Just keep building. You know what I mean? Don't don't stop for nothing. You guys look like you guys are all passionate about this. And I know I just met you guys, but I'm just telling you guys this from right now. Don't stop. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. My guy. And, yeah. you, and, you know, on top of that, I was taking 18 credits. Oh, shoot. I'm a full-time college student. Shout out to the illustrious Bowie State University. <laughs> okay. I'm a senior. Yeah. I'm a senior at Bowie State, State University. I took six <laughs> classes and worked mm. part-time. Did that short film and did rehearsals with yeah. Indigo yeah. and Diaz. On top of that, I passed all my classes. So, so. I didn't have a choice but to make this work yeah. because, first of all, it was too much going on around me, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I can't fail. First of all, I'm too stressed out for this <laughs> to fail. So it better work. Right, right. That, that was my mindset going into it. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to That's put awesome. that out. Yeah. Awesome. I'm taking 14 credits now. It's not that stressful, and I graduate in December. Hey, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> hey. Shout out to all the HBCUs, you know what I mean? Yeah, Black History Month. Black yeah. History, shout out. Okay. You know? Perfect time. I was waiting for Imani to uh, shout out his school. Just Aggie Pride? There okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State oh, University. You got to say the agriculture. Yeah. And, and Morgan State University. They gave me my uh, my degree. So shout All out my sister that. go there. Shout hey. out Bears. Hey, Morgan Bears was good. All right, y'all. So, uh, you good? Let's get to the music. Let's get to the music, y'all. So we we have a lot of singles that dropped this week, okay? And um, you guys just let me know if you guys heard them or not. We'll give you guys a little quick take on it. Um, (laughs) The first song, Rick Ross featuring... Dwayne Wade. Oh yeah, bro. I heard it, something that I was like, D Wade. Season what? ticket holder is the name of the track. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear it. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't hear it. Don't worry, you don't need to listen to it. <laughs> oh, it's not hot? No. <laughs> no. Okay, so this is the problem. <laughs> it's not Ross. It better not be Ross. It's not Ross. No, 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 no. Because Ross bodies everything. Yeah, huh. yeah, this is definitely a this is this is a summertime Miami night kind of vibe. Like this is a definitely a great montage to uh to uh, the Miami Heat and, and and reflecting on Dwayne Wade's career. I think it was a dope concept. Right. I did not want to hear Dwayne Wade rapping. Period. Yeah, it was that, that was, bad. It was that bad. Like, yeah. okay. It was just Automatically, weird. okay, this is just, I'm sorry, this is a stereotype, but I can't help it. When I see a NBA player featured on a hip-hop song, I'm automatically looking at it like this is about to be corny. 
It, mm. You know what I mean? So I'm going to prejudge it because all the other recipe people. Recipe <laughs> Talk about something. He's a legend, though. Yeah, yeah, he, don't, he is in a whole other lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah don't, he's not in the other lane. No, that, I'm, I'm talking about the Shaquille O'Neal's, the. Uh, R.I.P. COVID. Hold on. I was about to say. Damien, you need fire. Hold on. Can I say something? Um, uh... Uh, Kobe's joint with Brian McKnight and Destiny Child. Don't play with Kobe in the lyrics. <laughs> no, seriously, I listened to oh, yeah, I Kobe bodied the track. Man, RP to Kobe and his baby girl Kobe. dog. Yeah, but R. like R. Kobe. Kobe, I listened to the um, was it the Say My Name remix? Was it Say My it Name? Look, I R. R. Kobe, but it I was just it appropriate been. for the song, in my opinion. It wasn't yeah. that hard. Like it was just good for the song. No, that's but, all I but, but that's what I'm saying. Say. But what I'm saying is his flow wasn't awkward though. Like it if wasn't. you if you didn't if you if you if you didn't know that Kobe was a basketball player, you would have thought he was just a rapper because the flow was effortless. That's yeah. just my opinion when I heard and, it. And and, and I, I don't want to stop. I don't want to like completely hardly critique all the people who want to venture off and do multiple bags. I support that. Grab as many bags as you can. I like that. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? As like, many bags as you, you can. Grab as many as you can and get the <laughs> hell up out of there. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, but this ain't it. You know what I mean? Okay, that's fair. This just not it. And I, I gotta hear it. And low-key, I don't know, Dwayne Wade could just be getting on my nerves this week. Like, <laughs> he, yeah. he, he gets the news too much. I think I, I need <laughs> the Wayne Wade chill pill right now. Just okay. being the, yeah. 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 No. <laughs> what about you, Chad? Did you listen to this? Yeah, it was decent. I agree with you. I want to say it was he did bad rapping. It was just weird hearing him. Like it's like you know he wasn't meant to rap. rap. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, why are you rapping? Like, why are you rapping? He's doing like the ad lib. This is so. You think like you thought it was? You think it was written for him? Like, yeah, I think it was. Okay, okay. Respect. It wasn't you know, like, say, come, come on, on now. now. If I see a writer credit and it said the way way, I'm a laugh. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Let's, let's move on though. I'm, I'm, I'm on that. I'm on that because we got some other good songs on here. Joel Santana, twenty three and one. It was cool. This was beyond cool. Stop I didn't it. Hear it. It was stop cool. it. Um. So this this song right here was a, you know, Joel Santana still locked up. Right now. Yeah, for real? Right. Yeah, he's still mm-hmm. locked up. Um, and basically, you guys don't know what 23 and 1 is. Obviously, you get locked up. You're in, you know, you're in the hole for 23 hours. And then you get to go outside for one hour. Which is just, you know, for a human being, that's just not natural. Um, so, you know, just going back to, you know, the prison system and them not treating people like human beings in there because the 13th Amendment. But we're not going to go back into that. Um <laughs> Basically, Joel Santana was just speaking his piece. He was talking about his son, who is only 14 years old, but is growing up so fast, pretty much taking charge, being the man in the house. And just some words that his son said to him just really touched him. So, you know, made a grown man cry. Um, pretty much because it sounded like, you know, I miss you, Dad. I want, I want you to come home. wish I could dap you up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Joel Santana pretty much locked up for basically some shit that, yeah. that he didn't even really do. You know what I mean? Basically, I think it was like a gun charge or something like that. He was saying, yes, yeah. He was like, man, if it was, if that was my gun, my gun would be bigger. But it wasn't. You know? <laughs> Thank you. But um, oh, no. wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but it's still the fact that this man's locked up. You know, probably for some bullshit, which is you know the norm, unfortunately, for mm-hmm. for our community and everything. So, 
Um, I, I really like what this song was touching on. Um, I like the fact Meek Mill actually opened up for him. Mm. Um, uh, Meek Mill um, pretty much is, he wasn't a feature, he wasn't rapping, he was just introducing the song pretty much, and I thought that was really dope. Um, yeah. And then a shout out, um, shoot, I forgot to use his name, but she actually um, put me on to this song. She definitely wanted us to, um, to, to listen to it and talk about it on the show, so I appreciate you. For um for sending me the song so we can listen to it so yeah um moving on I'm gonna get to some music you guys do know in a minute don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know none of this yeah don't don't worry you you don't know this one I think we're gonna, we're gonna skip over that one okay the yeah, weekend okay after hours okay oh you this guys, is whole album you guys don't like the weekend no 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 <laughs> I love it okay. I love okay. the weekend okay. no we're not slandering weekend let, let me say something. I still Bump trilogy to this day. Come on, come on. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I just, I'm gonna be honest. I'm busy as hell. Okay, so nothing yeah. new has is, ain't it's been on my radar. Gotcha. I'm being, I'm being so serious. So is that yeah. the whole album though, it's, or is it just a single? It's just a single. Okay. So, so I was upset because the weekend has been playing with our emotions ever since December. Facts. Uh, Facts. <laughs> he dropped, you know, Heartless and Blind and Lights. And Those are the two that I heard. Yeah. So yeah. they, they've been killing it for these past two to three months now. And it was rumored that his album was supposed to drop in February. Pushback. Facts. <laughs> I'm shocked. So he um, came out with a bunch of, you know, like Instagram posts, stuff like that. He dropped the, the album title, After Hours. And then he said it's not being released to March 20th. Motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> um, but he gave us a new song. And it's song, After Hours. Um, and it's a six-minute track. And if you like Trilogy, if you like... Um, Kissland, if you like Some of Beauty Behind the Madness, if you like that old weekend, this is for you. That girl put in work, girl, girl put in work. Hey, you better, hey. Girl, but, let me tell Yo. you something, that ain't got me through a couple of nights, yeah. and niggas piss me off. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I love the weekend and his sound. He's honestly my favorite R&B artist right now. Um, he's up there for sure. Yeah, yeah. he's the hardest out. Yeah, yeah he, he's... The man is tough. Yeah, he, he's killing it. He's killing it right now. And he's almost like a rapper. You know for real. Like his, he can rap, too. Facts. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, he, he I've seen him on a couple songs where he out-rapping rappers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he, he's just always been a talent, talented artist. And um, and like I said, this song right here is... It's incredible. It's old weekend. He's he's giving you that reminder again. It's like, hey, I'm still that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm and, checking it out. Yeah, as soon de- as we leave. De- definitely <laughs> play that joke. Um, that switch up is crazy. You know, the fr- it's six minutes long. So the first two minutes is like the interlude, but when it breaks down, it's, it's uh, goosebumps. Anyway. <laughs> What do you I think? agree with you. I love it. Oh, like, yeah, it's you know how you say like the switch of the song? Yeah. That's how I feel about when life is good. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you, like the way okay. Future wrote the beat, like that joint really like give me chill. Yeah. Like I be in the car really I'm like, damn, I'm toxic too. Like <laughs> chill. <laughs> you know what? I, I wanna give I wanna give some, you know, respect to Drake, man. I think he has one of the best you know, switch up songs. You know what I mean? When you think about sicko mode, Stop you think about like playing with good. that man, Drake. Yeah, and that Stop man's playing with him. Yeah, that man's pen is sharp too. You know what I mean? People, people be playing with that. I don't know why pen. people like to discredit Drake. I, I don't. I don't get it. He's from Canada. Okay? Like, you know, he was on the grass You got a wheelchair. You know what I mean? That's basically what it was. You know what I mean? They think they could play with the boy, but uh, yeah. Oh. The weekend after hours, fire. Uh, do you want to talk about these right here? 
What's that, bro? Tyler the Creator. Oh, yeah, the, um, I can't even read this, bro. Tyler got some new stuff. Group yeah. B, oh, Group B, B was, um, this was a track with no hook. It was just him, like, just rapping, like, old Tyler. And it, it was over. Potato salad. You guys ever heard that joke with him and uh, Fire. Yeah. Rocky? Fire. My joint is sandwiches. Mm. Oh, that, yeah. that joint crazy. It, there's this one demonic line that I do <laughs> not like. Uh-huh. I don't like it. My mama would rebuke that real quick. <laughs> but the whole water. Right. <laughs> but sandwiches. Sandwiches. God, that beat, that production yeah. is ridiculous, bro. I, I just really like that sample on that song. Like the sample just. By you itself know, is really great. I really feel it's called like Group B. Is it? Yeah, yeah Group, Group B, B. And he has another one called uh, Best Interest. And that interest is is that joint is like that. It reminds me of one of the tracks off of Flower Boy. Yeah, that joint is like that. But okay, this this could just be me and my you know creative ideas. But these two songs honestly are the same song. I don't understand why they separated it. Um, this really could have been put together. Um, as one big track, honestly. Okay. Like, they, were, they were both only a minute and 50 seconds long. Put them together into a four-minute track. They sound the same. That Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't sound the same. They sound at the all. Same. <laughs> no, they don't sound the same at all. It was def- definitely <laughs> different vibes. Go, go listen to yeah. that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway. Um, nah, all right, so let's get into some music from you guys. I would love to hear who you guys are playing or listening to right now. So, starting with Alana. Oh, I'm still bumping Lil' Kim hardcore. Lil' Kim? Hey. Period. I was bumping Lil' Kim hey. coming over here. Yeah. I'm not... Let, let me tell really? you something. I know that hardcore album from top to bottom. She got I classic albums. I do not yeah. play about Kimberly Jones, oh, dog. Oh, shit. The gun. I, I do not... This is my issue with people my age okay. and a little bit older than me. Uh-huh. Give credit where credit is due, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for we're not for Miss Kimberly, yeah. Trina, nope. and Foxy Brown, nice. this current sound that you oh, hear yeah. amongst Trina's women would right. not be a thing. What do you think Trina's took so long fire. for this to happen? Because I, I was just thinking about, um, okay, yes, you have Little Kim, and then you have, you know, uh, the Foxy Browns, yep. the Trinas, the Eves, yep. you know, all these women coming out. And then it felt like it was a cold period for a while. Yeah, right. for sure. You know? I right. think, I think, um, this is my theory, amongst record labels, mm-hmm. I don't think record labels felt like they're that marketable. If they yeah. weren't that marketable anymore, just at a random point, it just at a just it just stopped. And here come, I love Nikki, absolutely adore her. Um, I was listening to Roman's Revenge too when I was on three hundred one coming up here. Like, I li- it's crazy. I was literally bumping Nikki's first album. Pink Friday. Insane. Pink Friday is absolutely insane. It's, it's about insane. to be 10 years since it yeah. came and out. it still sounds like it could be dropped tomorrow. Pink Friday. <laughs> Pink yeah. Friday is one of my favorite albums of my Bird, childhood, dog. Album. Like, yeah. Pink Friday go hard, and then Hardcore by Lil' Kim, like... Do you feel like Lil' Kim gets the respect from at least her peers, like the Nikki's, the Cardi's, the, the other newer Not women? Not the female like, peers. No Not way. the I, I, I Not enough. I definitely think... Uh, more men give her her credit yeah. than, than women do. Yeah. Like, Kimberly go hard, dog. I feel like, like didn't her and Nikki like, do something together or they beefing or something? They, they were beefing. beefing. They beefing. They beefing. Yeah, that was a whole time. Time. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
I just, as somebody who is a, a, a fan of hip hop, I just want people to give credit where it's due. Yeah. Like I said, if it wasn't for Trina, Lil Kim, and Foxy, this current popular sound that you hear amongst um, young young female MCs now, it wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for Kim, uh, Kimberly, Trina, and, and Foxy. That's just my opinion. And my thing is like, the proof is there. <laughs> like, yeah, that's facts. Like, it, it just wouldn't be... it. The way we are allowed to be explicit and vulgar, Facts. the way men have been able to be explicit Forever. and vulgar for yeah. so long. Forever, yeah. Look, Kim made that cool. Yeah. Right. And what nobody bothering her about it. Right. This was the first woman to have live sex on her album. I wouldn't do that. But what I'm saying is, she was that bold to do that. Yeah. And she made it okay. Right. So... Yeah. Got to be a Also, also, I'm sorry. I just want to give a shout out to my man's takeoff from Migos. Oh, okay. Okay. My dog does not get the credit he deserves. Underrated. Takeoff goes hard, dog. Like I really do people, feel bad for him. People, do. people don't be Underrated. catching. People don't be catching the bars when it comes to yeah. takeoff. Oh, yeah. They really don't like takeoff. Yeah. is so talented. Offset yeah. is too. Like Violation Freestyle. Yeah. That's my favorite Offset joint. Yeah, I, I feel like with Migos, they all have their, their own style, right? Like it just works together. Like Quavo's, Quavo's voice is definitely hook. hook it's He's hookish. the hook master. He's the hook master. Yes. Offset definitely is going to give you bars. Takeoff's going to give you bars. I feel like maybe with takeoff's voice, that sounds a little bit sometimes too lax. And make, maybe that's why because it's effortless. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. He's, he's not even breaking a sweat. That man, yeah. coop with the kick, cough it, uh, rich nigga shit, stop <laughs> it, uh, like that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, like nobody yeah. flows like takeoff. Like takeoff got to be like right now within the past like like two to three years. I would put takeoff. I'd put takeoff between top ten, top fifteen. Of, of rappers of all time? Or? No, 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 no. You gotta be specific. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no, Before I said that, like, mm -hmm. within the past two years. Gotcha. Because okay. every, everything Takeoff is on, he completely bodies it. Like, okay. the joint that they did with uh, Steve Aoki, Nightcall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, okay. you know what I'm talking song. about? People yeah, do not know People about don't know about that. And Takeoff's verse is the last verse, and he snapped. Uh, His album was dope too. Like when I they all did this, when they all did this, yeah, it was a song. Nah, people saying set had the best one. Yeah. Uh, all set, all set. They said the set because oh, it made you, right. it made you feel everything. I didn't believe oh, it either until I listened to it, yo. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I gotta, I gotta go back to that. Diaz, we gotta ask you too, man. So, what are you listening to right now? What is your so I was I was overhearing the segment earlier, okay. and Chad is correct. And the hottest thing oh, in the street is that Pop Smoke, sir. Okay. Okay. The hottest fire. thing in the street I mean, is okay, that Pop Smoke. Fire. All right, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Definitely yes. R.I.P. Straight up. But Roddy Rich is still to me on oh, fire. Yeah. Like I don't feel like anybody has really like it. diminished his his fire yet. Ooh, okay. All right, <laughs> nah, nah, for real, for real, for real. <laughs> yes. But okay, no. Roddy Rich's album <laughs> is fire. It is. It's uh, fire. Yeah. Right? It's great. Right. But I think right now with the combination of his death mm -hmm. and the, you know, fact that we're kind of just now accepting that we're not going to get this anymore and this album did kind of just come out, wow. it's still taking me a second to get off this joint cuz right. it's 
hot. You know? It is like, hot. Every song yes. is pretty every much song. a banger. The, you know? only, like, the only only issue I have with Pop Smoke, his sound, he could only be played in a certain environment. You okay. know what I mean? I like, respect he, that. Like, That's he, fair. You know yeah. what I mean? So when, I, when I'm looking at... Um, when I'm looking at these artists, I'm saying, okay, what is the song or what's the album that can be played almost anywhere or, or like in any environment? That's really what's going to give you the most spins. Um, but Pop Smoke is definitely a dope MC. Um, I definitely enjoy the music and everything, but I just don't see him being played everywhere at any time. I can respect you know what that. I mean? And, and that's, that's the only thing. It's not, nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with the having lane. a lane. Yeah, yeah, with having that lane. I'm respecting that lane. You know what I mean? Straight if up. I, and and that is what it is. You know what I mean? When that set come on in the club, some of that, I'm gonna be rocking to it. But, Christian Dio, Dio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me say, I work at a grocery store in a produce <laughs> department. Okay. And what would happen if you heard "Welcome to the Party"? Come on, they're, they're going crazy. Niggas, 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 Back, cause I don't okay. dance. Uh-huh. Niggas play that out loud, and we we be back there like, oh my god. Hey, I'm like hitting the dances, yo. We, we, real, yeah? we, we be back there cutting Facts. up, like okay. black. I'm shocked that you said it took you so long to like so much fun. I know. I'm a little. I know. <laughs> I know. We gotta go back to that. That's important. All right. All right. All right. Extremely all important, right, sir. All right. All right. All right. All right, all right. I respect Young Thug and and what he brings to the hip hop culture now. I definitely, especially now, because I feel like he really has matured um, as an artist. I like where he's matured too. So much fun at first, it just didn't grab me. Like I'm, to me, an album, a great album has to be from start to finish. I I don't want to skip a song. You know what I mean? So I didn't. Okay. I did, okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean, and, and it's just because it doesn't—it didn't, it didn't resonate with me. But continuing to play it and really starting to digest what he's saying, I'm like, oh, I just—I just didn't get it at first. You know what I mean? Because he raps in cursive, so much, yeah, so, nah. so it takes a while to digest them for for me because it's just not <clears throat> my ears are just not used to it, honestly. So let me ask you this, right? Mm-hmm. In my humble opinion, yeah. I think so much fun was the best album of 2019, mm-hmm. undisputedly. And I feel like you said that you sat with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you said that you sat with it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it grew on you, so can you support my claim? No. Um, Wait, ours, what okay. was my top one? We, we did, we we did, did a, a list. Yeah, we did, did, do list, a, we did have a top 10. I had okay. the second one. Second, what was number one? Who did I have number one? Damn. I can't remember. Because 2019 was an off year. Yeah, it you was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, really it was. was. And it oh, was I know. like... I had, I had the baby. Had really? The, yeah, I had the oh, baby yeah, with Kirk. I had the baby with Kirk. I really? the, ba- the baby had the best 2019. Um, when overall, comes, when but not album. That's yeah, not that, album. Thank you. That's where I'm not album. It's the competition is album, my guy. Kirk is a fucking banger. It slaps. No, sure. There's songs that you can skip. There's like, songs that you like can what? skip. My intro, God. Bop. Uh, the, the whole the second half is like, like <laughs> you just lost me at Nicky. Nicky snapped on that joint too. Nicky's verse. No, that's a good verse. No, facts. Yeah, facts. She, that's a good song. That's one of the better songs in the second half. But um, overall, but there was, there, was other, there was other people too. I just could not discredit. First of all, the baby dropped two albums in one year. His his song, um, Suge, went number one in 
multiple platinums. You do know most same. of those songs were carryovers, though. Yeah, and that's really? fine. You know, um, though actually they weren't because remember Kirk was inspired from his father's passing. Okay, that's why he named right. the album Kirk. No, I'm talking so, about the joint before. I'm talking about the joint before. Those were some of those were carryovers from earlier mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just getting started, but I'm I'm just saying as a complete rollout as a whole for that artist, he really did that. You know what I mean? Like he really did do that. And Young Thug is there, man. Like, I don't want to dis- discredit Young Thug. So okay. Much Fun was definitely right there. If I'm not mistaken, I'm probably put him at, like, number four. Oh, I don't have my number one. Post Malone. Yeah, he was uh, he's just underrated, yeah, he though. That's, he's I mean, been tripping with, with Post Malone. I, I, I can see that. <laughs> Post Malone. Post Malone, you know, like hip-hop. And they'll be singing. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why he's underrated. It was just good musically to me. Like, okay. It was just, yeah, really good music. Oh, my God. We've we been rapping. We only got five minutes left. Okay. Um, Wait, we didn't get into the who, who what you banging? What, what, what's on your playlist? So I'm not a music person. Okay. So it takes me a long oh, time to listen to albums. Okay. okay. <laughs> but my favorite artist uh-huh. is a boogie with the hoodie. Oh yeah. Okay. I actually res- I respect that. I like boogie a lot. Um, I like his sound. I like his style. Um, y'all like his last album? Artist the two It's only a few oh, songs I like. One. He has a new one called Artist Two Point Right now. I started it. Um. It's it's a lot. He he he's a rare breed because he's a new artist, young guy, and he dropped like twenty songs. I'm just like, what are you doing? You don't have time for this. <laughs> like, you know, like long albums. Yeah, he like like why why why'd you do this to me? Okay. Like, not, but anyway, um, I definitely could take a strong five songs out of there and put it on my playlist though because I do like a lot of his music. Mood swings is my shit. Oh. I love mood swings. It's crazy. I like reply with mood. Reply, yes yeah. sir, yes that sir. That's the jump. That's the jump right yeah, there. Oh, man. Okay, we're gonna do some rapid fire top shit. Um, just to highlight and touch on just a few things real quick. See okay. if we can get this out. Um, did any of you guys see the NAACP no. award image awards? No, I didn't watch it. Um, I I just think that um I definitely want to just touch on it real briefly just because I feel like. Um, us as black people should definitely support our own award shows more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, instead of being upset with the Grammys and the Oscars for Thank always you. doing this dirty <laughs> right. and stuff nah, like that, real. we might as well give that same level of rep- respect to our to our own um, stuff because we right. can make school. You know, we we define the culture. We we tell the world what school. So uh, why not do it here? And I, I think it's dope that you have uh, women like Rihanna, uh, women like Lizzo. Um, Women like Angela Bassett, like Janelle Monet, um, all representing you know different areas. You know, what I mean, Lizzo's more in the pop scene. Rihanna is on another planet with her with her you know situation. You know, Angela Bassett's out here doing, and it's just just to see all this beautiful, you know, black people just coming together, all supporting each other, doing one thing. I thought was really dope to see um, at that magnitude and that level. Um, and then I'm a Marvel head too. I'm just gonna point this out. Oh my god! I love Marvel. Too. I love Marvel. You ready for Black Widow? I don't really care for oh. Natasha like that. Oh snap! Uh, I don't <laughs> my guys. Hello. Jesus I Christ! Don't, <laughs> I, I don't you play. Got Captain America I don't as play about Black History Month. Hey, hey. Black Widow, not Black. On Black Panther. On Black Panther. You can have, you know, you know Captain America's black now. You know, Sam got Okay, shield. okay. Well, yeah. well, shout out to uh, Anthony Mackie. <laughs> okay. 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 I just want to count out, he will forever have my heart. Period. <laughs> shout out to Chris Evans. Hey, thank 
you killed it in Knives Out? Hey, you killed it in Knives Out? Hey, you're funny. If anybody else watched the Image Awards and are Marvel fans, I know you guys peeped this. They had Electro, Captain Marvel, Killmonger, Drax, M'Baku, and Queen Mother all on the same screen. Oh, and, they, right. and they were trying to try to pretend like uh, they were just doing regular stuff. They had a whole Marvel casting for like the whole segment. But, okay. okay, anyway. I, I, it's I, tough, <laughs> no, that is tough. <laughs> it's tough. Um, shout out to Rihanna for receiving the President's Award. Um, I'm so sorry I don't have the time to go over everything that she has done, but Rihanna is an incredible um, human being, um, first of all. I did not know all of the things that she has been doing since day one. Since she was 16 years old, before Ponda Replay got her first spin, she was out here um, uh, in in the trenches, you know what I mean? Like with these people building homes. She built homes in Senegal and Africa. She built um, uh, schools over there. She's, she's done so much in Barbados and, and, and the Caribbean and here. It's just, the, the amount of stuff that she's done, I don't have the time to mention it, but definitely look it up. Shout out to Rihanna for this thing. Yeah, the speech was amazing. Yeah. She told Pull up. She told Pull up. Up. That's she, it. she said, y'all want to enjoy our culture? You need to pull up when we got the problems, too. Exactly. exactly. Talk about my girl, the stallion, dog. I know. Talk about me. I'm running through your nigga house like a tomb raider. You got to pass it around, nigga. He a hot potato. I told him, you don't get out. That's your ultimatum. But don't get my pussy out. That's your elevator. Oh, here, ma. I just want to eat me up and try to sign. Yeah, this happened He can't compare me to none of these bitches. I got that bitch. Y'all say that drink girl that listen. Freak, freak, freak. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uh, about my girl Megan Pete. And she in college. Like shout, shout out the stallion of Megan's. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I love me some Megan Stallion. I'm not gonna hold you. She like anime, she be rapping, and she going to school. Like, yeah, shout out shout out to the Megan of the My girl Doja Cat. Don't play with my coochie, don't it. play with my emotions. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if y'all seen that. I didn't. She was on coke. Shout out Doja Cash. She just been added to the lineup of lovers and friends. We can't talk about that too much now because we gotta go because okay. we got another uh, show to okay. do. But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Top Hill Podcast episode twenty two. I just want to say special shout out and thank you so much to Miss Alana Hunt, to Mister Diaz Wiggins, and to Miss India Artis, uh, Indigo Artis. Sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming uh, to Top Hill and telling us about you guys your story and the short film penmanship um where can they find you guys you know plug y'all little yeah ig's and whatever and tell them where to find them gain some followers you can follow me on instagram at spoken by mana s-p-o-k-e-n-b-y-l-a-n-n-a um just diaz on twitter that's d-e-a-i-z-e and on, on IG, it's just underscore Diaz, D-E-A-I-Z-E. You can find me on Instagram at indigo.artist, I-N-D-I-G-O dot A-R-T-I-S. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, that's Top Hill episode 22. I'm Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionaire. And we out. Peace. Top, top, top. Top, top, top. We out. I love y'all, man. That was so much fun. I was gonna say the wrong thing. No pun intended, young thug. Appreciate you. Hey, bro.